welcome to street fight it's me brian uh you know how you doing everybody uh this is not a call-in show so i'm not gonna awkwardly banter with myself for 10 minutes uh still haven't gotten good at that yet but uh i have as my co-host from no cartridge and just good friend of mine hegel bonner trevor strunk uh hi trevor how are hey, you hey brian oh that's so nice of, nice to hear you're a good friend of mine as well yeah and, uh, certainly kind of my friends yeah no it's uh it, it's it's great to talk to you again it's always nice to be on street fight it's like I, I don't know how often i end up like just throwing it in when i'm in conversation or on a podcast or something but i'm just like you know one of the very good people is 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 brian and and street fight and all this it's just like it's so 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 good to be here it, it is very uh uh fun to have people that i have on like i i uh, you know i have like a long 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 list of people i'm gonna have co-host this show so i don't burn people out so <laughs> i'm trying to make it like a huge trip around the sun before somebody else from the same co-host obviously that's, that's so not fun. a hard hard and fast rule with me but uh it is like i haven't repeated yet since september so impressive doing okay yeah. honestly yeah i mean well you know you, you're kind of like you sort of picked up people along the way that know you and like you it's it's like the it's the it's the the lesson of uh i want to say the lesson of anarchy but i don't think a lot of anarchists are taking this lesson so like let's say it's the lesson of uh <laughs> of like uh, sort of like folk uh doing to other doing for others you just kind of you know Put your seeds down and do nice things for other people and all of a sudden you got a bunch of people who want to do nice things for you yeah so mutualism right i mean yeah i haven't had mike or jesse co-host yet i haven't had stefan john was the first co-host mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. this like era of it John's because great. yeah and you know we text each other about new metal all the time so <laughs> i had i have a way to get a hold of him quickly and can <laughs> set it up for the day before i assume the new know? metal text chain was sacred you couldn't text about anything but no, well, you know, we're, we we do basically text each other news stories about new metal, or sometimes we will text each other, uh, uh, when are we going to record the POD cast? Yeah, like, sure, are you ready enough. to do that? And then we chat. But yeah, I sometimes I want to, he's, I wish he wasn't a teacher because <laughs> sometimes I want to send him wrestling nudes, like nude wrestlers. <laughs> uh and i have in the past but i don't want to i i guess i could do well, it you don't want to get him busted yeah i hear yeah. you we have a rule in in one of the dms i'm in that says no wrestler dudes before uh 5 p.m because oh, that's interesting that's like work. happy hour yeah because we would get people nervous we would we used to just share tons of i have so many in my phone it's so where do they come nuts. from you've talked about this before like obviously it's like some wrestlers like china pose nude like where do the other wrestler nudes come from it's porno it's it's uh okay so porno of people who are like into you know big huge naked guys okay and so somebody spends time like taking the big show and finding a body that looks kind of uh, like the big shows like the celebrity fakes Yes, it is like the celebrity fakes, but there's something extremely funny to me of, about it being a pro wrestler. <laughs> well, well, yeah, of course. And they're always making such good faces, right? Like, yeah. you can find a million faces of like Samoa Joe looking like he's in like mid orgasm or something, I would assume. 
I like it when they're in a funny place. Like a lot of times it's just a white background, which I like those two, but there's sure. like one that I have on my phone of John Cena and it looks like he's in like a La Quinta Inn, you know, like a cheap hotel room that he would never be in. Well, he might have it a time. And then I also have one, but this is modern John Cena. He's thin. He doesn't have the. Well, yeah, it's it's not it's not you know just starting to make it John Cena. Although it would be kind of cool if John Cena kind of roughed it sometimes in a La Quinta. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't match his personality, but I'd like it. I yeah, I don't I you know for people that don't know, I stayed in a La Quinta when I was young. Right, my parents. uh, I don't remember where we were going. We were staying somewhere. They had to get a hotel. They got us a La Quinta, Mm -hmm. and it's the first place I ever stayed that had key card to open oh. the door. Okay. Oof. I was fancy. so into, I was leaving the room constantly. Oh, I got to go get ice <laughs> so I could fucking stick the thing in again. Oh I, yeah, I, of course. <laughs> yeah. I was probably yeah. like 12 or 13 or probably younger actually, but like I was so excited about it. And, uh, now as the listeners of street fight, know. I won't stay in a hotel unless it's four stars. So I won't be in a La Quinta hotel ever again. I mean, I guess there's a chance, you you know, but even if like, and I've thought about this, trust me, even if like something happened where a TV show was like, I want to hire Brian to write or like a network. And they were like, you can come stay out here, but you got to stay in like a three-star hotel. I would not even like, go to no. two. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I'd be like, well, just give me the money for the three-star hotel and then I'll pay the rest for a four-star to five-star hotel because I just, I don't know. It sucks because back when I was growing up, 2020, the, the like news show, made a whole fucking made their bones actually going into hotel rooms oh, with he's a fucking black blacklight. Light. Yeah, that was gross. <laughs> yeah. It was so I mean, bad. You There's a think- generation of people that are scarred by that that'll tell you how many bed bugs or like you know cum spots are on your your mattress. Like people who bring their own sheets to hotel rooms. I do think I will, and I don't care about the cum spots necessarily. Like if they, <laughs> if I think the room's been cleaned, I'm fine. Yeah. You know, but they could just leave the sheets and with a little jizz on them and I would sleep in them and not really fucking care. Like if you knew. No, no. If I didn't okay, okay. know, yeah, like you, I'm you, a yeah, big, you could, yeah, I'm big and I don't know what philosophy this is, but it's a philosophy I've thought about starting. I'm big on, I'm the most, what I don't know can't hurt me. Thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and, uh, yeah, I, you uh, know, we've talked about like my fast food thing where it's like, if I don't care if they spit in my food, you know, like who it tastes cares? fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you do, keep it up. Well, it was like, I, 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 I would say I that. wish they wouldn't. Is what I'm saying. I'm saying I wish they wouldn't, and I treat them with the utmost respect because I don't want my food spitted in. But like, but, as as you become a a, a labor hero uh, on on Street Fight, they find out about you. you. Suddenly realize the McDonald's tastes worse. Like you're just like this does this, this burger is missing something. Like it's missing a certain yeah. thing. Uh, it's like that's weird. I don't know what it is. 
Does this Jizzy. taste as good as it did when I <laughs> Like I don't think I would I've said that too. It's like if if well, you know, I've obviously said if turds tasted good, I'd eat them. Uh if that's they smelled just, good, I'd eat them. That's and just I've like talked that's of, just that's just practical. Yeah, I'm a disgusting guy because I also have said that I if you baked a cake and you put fingernails in it, it wouldn't bother me at all. Like fingernails, I'm not grossed out by fingernails or hair. What about the texture? Would the texture throw you off if you're eating cake and it had like a fingernail or hair in it? Yeah, hair, no. I wouldn't give a shit about hair. I've never cared about hair. Well, like, I, would you I, pull it out of your mouth? Yeah, I'd pull it out of my mouth, but like, I don't think, I don't, I don't exactly know what's gross about hair in your food like mm -hmm. i've never been able to figure out but i'm also you know i don't get what's gross about sitting in your bed in your jeans but a lot of people have issues with that yeah my, my, my i i definitely am someone who will do that my wife doesn't like that but the i i think the it's funny you know like the way you're saying it like about 2020 and stuff like i, I think for a while i was scared of hair and food i'm not anymore but like in my uh what was it like my eighth grade shop class or i guess it was home ec um they we did cooking and the teacher was like fanatical about us not touching her hair because she said that's where staff comes yeah. from oh okay well I so she just like basically well she just like would, would basically put the fear of god into us that if we touched our hair and cooked we would give everyone in our family staff um <sighs> which like is not true <laughs> it's just not true but i think everyone hears these things from someone who is like deeply like fanatically obsessed with like a particular kind of dirt and then they can never get over that again i'll tell you something that's really funny along that first of all they uh 2020 did fuck everybody up with doing that right it especially did. also what would you do with victor quinones where it's like they have a guy beat pretending to be that, up that was a columbus right that wasn't that was just a columbus specific thing or was that Nationwide. No, that was it takes place in New York. You never saw okay. what would you do? I've seen it's, versions of it. it. Sounds like like consumer activism, right? Well, no, it is like basically what they do is they set up a camera and then they have something go on and then they judge people by how they act. Oh my god, that's the it's meanest thing I've camera. ever heard. So the one I watched <laughs> so mean. The one I watched in, uh, if you're on the Street Fight Patreon, you could go back and find us doing a commentary on it. We watched this one where this this woman, who's an actress, goes to the sports bar, and uh, she has a kid with her, and she's just fucking slamming drinks, right? And like <laughs> guys are buying, she's like talking to guys, and they're buying her drinks, and she's very visibly drunk and uh she's like well uh it's time to go and grabs the kid and is like pretending like she's gonna drive and like m most of the dudes just let her which <laughs> to me was like yeah i mean i hate to say that i probably would have because i'm just so i don't want to get involved with that kind of thing well i feel like on some level it's like politeness too where it's like <clears throat> it was like oh god like I don't know. Is that is this my place to say something here? Like, I don't want to be offensive. Like, I don't want to white knight you, lady. Like, you just go ahead, go on your way. There was also one, uh, the 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 famous one. Okay, there was one where, and it was the greatest thing I've ever seen. And 
one of the greatest things. They had this guy in the mall who's a worker at the mall. Okay. And he's hanging up something in the fucking mall. And he falls off the ladder and takes a ridiculously stupid looking bump. It's not like he really goes down and, and it looks bad, but he does fall in front of people. And uh, it's like, and, and most of the people didn't even help him up. Like, and people are just walking oh. by and filming it and laughing at it and shit oh, like that. No. And it was so good to be though, because that, I don't think I would be, I, <clears throat> I think I'm just as bad as the people that walked by in that, like, I would very half-assed, hey, man, uh, y'all, you good there? And if they said, yes, I'd just leave. <laughs> to get yeah. That's the, yeah. Well, I want to I say, I'm, I want to say I'd help, but I remember when I was in England uh, uh, for study abroad, some, uh, was on the, on, on the tube with my friends uh, from America, and uh, someone fell and, like, like fell and then the door was like closing on their leg um and they were fine like it wasn't like a a, a hard door so they jo yeah. chop off or hurt them or anything but basically they were in extreme like discomfort and on the floor and trying to get up the the subway door was closing on it and only my group of americans just started laughing we were laughing <laughs> this is the funniest thing i've ever seen all the british people were very stern and like okay are you okay and i we were just you know, eating it up. I feel like it's hard. It's hard slapstick and like physical comedy. You just can't escape it. I think I'll say this. Like, I think the United States and this could be totally fucking wrong, but <laughs> we are socialized as individuals, mm -hmm. you know, not mm -hmm. as a part of a whole other than America, but you know, I mean, I, you can tell somebody they're, they're, uh, uh, doing great in america or that they should be proud to be an american but if their life sucks you know yeah. some people's life sucks so fucking bad it's not and what are um, you gonna be proud of yeah yeah and then you know they 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 get all mad at them and shit but like um we're we're socialized to to not want to intervene with yeah. other people's life and i think it when you said politeness, that was one way, but I think it's actually like a, it's a weird privacy thing. Yeah. If that makes sense where no, we're like, does. I don't want to invade your privacy guy that just fell off of a ladder. <laughs> there was like, I was, I was listening to, so when I'm at work, the, the trashiest thing I do is I listen to people reading scary stories off like Reddit and stuff. Cause it's just white noise. Like I, I write extremely dry stuff at work and it's just it's very boring and i need something to distract me so i listen to this stuff and one of the stories that i listened to today actually was about like a person finding a purse that ended up having something like suspicious in it i don't know if the story is real or not but like it was presented as real and it took them a long time to check in the purse for id it was just a lost purse and the guy was like you might be wondering why it took me so long but it was because i was told never to look in a lady's purse i was like you know what like Funny thing is, like, whether this story is bullshit or not, that rings very true. Like, you find, like, the idea of, like, I just, like, I know I need to help you, but the idea of, like, even stepping one foot beyond my own personal space to help you feels like I'm doing something very wrong. It's like a taboo against it. Yeah. I, yeah. You just, uh, I, I, you know, I'm pretty private and, like, not private. I'm very public, actually. You're a sovereign but, citizen at this point. But, but, I, <laughs> But the what I'm 
I'm like, uh, I don't really want to be talked to mm-hmm. on, on when I'm out of the house, you know, like when I'm at the grocery store, I'd rather just, and it's me. I, I, I understand it's like an antisocial impulse, but like, I would really love it if I could go to the grocery store and not talk to a single person and just go in and get out and be done. And, uh, it feels sort of mean, but it also feels like I'm not, I'm like the least, I'm the least problematic person to the person working at the grocery store. Cause they don't right. want to fucking talk to me neither. They don't want to talk to me. And I, I, I'm fine with that because I don't want to talk to them. And I think we have an agreement. I don't like the customer employee relationship yeah i was gonna say because that's like that's the thing right like we're all taught to have this privacy built in but we're also just like so convinced that like we have to also care about our customers or care about our employees or constantly (laughs) make an effort like oh if you see someone be sure to ask how their day's going like i'm pretty sure the wawa guy doesn't care how my day's going oh i fucking oh man you just hit me with a oh god ask him oh i hate being stopped and asked if i needed help and 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 i'll say why because when i worked at a place i didn't want to be fucking out there stopping people and asking them what they need <laughs> right help. i mean why would you yeah it's embarrassing yeah. it's so weird i had this tech support job i did for for a year uh way back in like 2002 i was doing like um tech support on a dial-up internet service <laughs> so and tight. the don't let me forget i want to tell a story about that the people would call in because it was, you know, in, in the call center and uh, they would say, this is what my problem is. And there wasn't a script, but the next thing you had to say was, I'm very sorry that's happening to you or something like that. Right. And I remember, I think I could do it. I think I think now it would be less of an issue with me to just say, I'm very sorry about that. But at that time, I was just like, I'm not fucking sorry about this. this is not my, I didn't do anything. And you, you know, know, I'm not sorry. Like, that's the other <laughs> thing. Like, whenever anyone at Verizon's like, oh, I'm really sorry you're dealing with this. I was like, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah, you're not. You don't have, you shouldn't be. I'm no one to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to have empathy for my situation. You don't know me, dude. Like, it's okay. <laughs> but that's what it's like when you go to the store and I don't like the other thing they would have you do. And this is hell for people in the call center. Anybody that worked in a call center will get this. Uh, that at the end of the call, you had to say, is there anything I can help you with? Anything else I can help you with? And them motherfuckers always had something else. They always had, <laughs> so you didn't want to ask. You just wanted to be like, yeah, is there anything else I can help you with? Oh, cause you got six minutes to get through a tech support call. No matter the person you have to average six minutes. <sighs> so like a person God. that. A person that that you know doesn't know how to work a mouse. You have six minutes to fix that, and then, or you have six minutes to fix the dial-up settings of a person that knows how to click on my computer. Like you know, you you mm-hmm. would you would have six minutes to deal with the person when you say click on my computer, and they say like, what? Like I don't know what that. Like they wouldn't know what that means. The other cool thing about that job was in the south. 
at that time. I think it's over now because all the regional shit that rules is over. Like, yeah, people in Columbus try to call pop soda now because oh come on you gotta you gotta own that <laughs> yeah i feel like i feel like this is like the one thing my heart like my extremely bitter and uh and angry area of the world will not like uh like we're never gonna call hokey subs yeah. it's just not gonna happen <laughs> it's never gonna happen it'll be like yeah. one person left in the greater philadelphia area and they'll just have like a flag that has a hoagie on it like defending it with their gun yeah and back then instead of click it was pretty common for people to say mash and <laughs> i just i could never make myself do it like because you just think and click all the sure, fucking yeah. time but like i think it went away i i would doubt that somebody would say double mash mash something. is such a cool way to talk about it though it's like such a good <laughs> early we should have done that we should have like got to go back in time and like get to the first person who said click and be like no 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 it's not click mash i i couldn't i i i never heard anybody else in my life ever say it but it was like every every thir third call <laughs> it was matt it was a mash person and then that's so good click person yeah double mash i had to double say mash. double mash a lot that's of really times. cool so you want me to mash or double mash <laughs> right mash would you like the right <laughs> mash <laughs> control alt mash and that'll get you into your settings <laughs> it's a fucking i'm i'm gonna try and do it see it sucks because i would tweet mash every time i want to say click but like uh i'll forget i just won't do it because i yeah. i do want to give myself a new vocabulary you know freshen everything up every once in a while like you're and, like a wardrobe uh, can't do it i mean you're famously famously fashion forward um and I, I'm looking at you right now. You're wearing a, a really sharp Cubs hat. It looks like you're wearing a, is that a Bone Jail Rory? Yes, uh, it is. Yeah, shirt. Uh, crime champion. Yeah. That's so, I can't, no I have sleeves. nothing. I have nothing to, I, no sleeves. And that's the other thing. Like you are, you are looking fresh. Absolutely. I never have sleeve. I, I, I have cut the sleeves off of more than half of my shirts. How long has that been going for you? How long have you been a sleeveless guy? Uh, well, it's funny because you can look at the street fight. It, basically, as soon as I took the show over, you never see me in anything but a sleeveless shirt <laughs> on every <laughs> single one of them. Before I wear like a short sleeve or something mm -hmm. like that. But now it's like when I'm sitting around the house, the ventilation in my not ventilation, but the the hvac system yeah. in my house is like really strange so like when you're upstairs it just it fucking blasts you and there's carpet up here and shit like that so it's just so hot yeah and been, no, it's awful yeah and it's great to not wear sleeves and it almost feels like summertime in here but yeah sometime along in the summer i just was like i don't want to wear sleeves anymore and i haven't i've gotten rid of them <laughs> It's your it's your small business tyrant trait. Like you're you're like now that now that Street Fight is like your small business, you're like one of those guys that only wears sandals. And yes. like God's always oh. like, oh, come into my store, but please don't forget to put on sandals. Yeah, there you go. Nice. I didn't wear shoes. I hadn't worn sandals. I had a pair of slides to sort of slide on and if I had to go outside or something like that. Yeah. Uh and I I 
always wore shoes and i said i you know i'm just a shoes guy i can't help it and i got these birkenstocks and i'm like i'm just a birkenstocks guy it's all <laughs> i want to wear it's Listen, fucking I can't, birkenstock i can't say anything about it my uh my mother-in-law bought me crocs and i can't do that oh dude i love wearing crocs man and they are like they're the best i wore them i tried to wear them in the snow one time and man my feet got very cold very yeah, fast you don't want to do that i got a no, buddy that choice. does that shit he wore those reef he always only wears yeah. those reef slides, which are with the bottle open on the bottom, which it's like cool, I guess. You it's know? cool in like a Jimmy Buffett kind of way. Like you can't, it's only cool in a certain time. Would rather have a belt. In my like opinion. a bu bu buckle around the belt. Yeah, that's a nice idea, actually. Pow, like, just, just. I pow. would wear, I'd start wearing belts if I could get away with that. I'm not thin enough. Like if I lost all my belly weight. I'd wear belts if I could have like a big, huge like Texas on there or something like that, or Pennsylvania or whatever, and that would have the bottle opener. That'd be pretty tight. Yeah, I like, love I was that the shit. belt buckle guy. I mean, I'm a glasses guy now for the, since February, and your glasses yes. look great. I got to tell you. Oh, thank you. I got another pair that I ordered that I'm gonna get a Burberry pair Ooh. in like uh, a couple fancy. weeks. Yeah, they're fucking sweet. I just, as soon as they were like, you need glasses, I was like, oh, yeah, another <laughs> fucking accessory. You're like, <laughs> you're the opposite of me at eight, like crying because I'm like, well, I'm going to look like a nerd. It's like, oh, okay, all right, pretty cool. I mean, I kind of want to start wearing like a gold necklace every once in a while. You can pull it something off. I've been looking into. Oh, I know. Nice thin one. bone. A nice herringbone one. Ooh. Oh yeah, <laughs> or a Figaro. I always wanted a Figaro growing up, because uh, the cool, the like some of the cool kids. It was like herringbone was really popular, uh -huh. and then Gucci Links was super fucking popular. But I thought the coolest people wore Figaros, and okay. uh, but I, you know, I probably won't because I feel weird having jewelry but i was never gonna wear a fucking watch I, I think you i think you'd honestly i'll say this as a friend i think you could pull off the jewelry yeah well I'm, you a, I'm an accessories freak i you just are. love accessories and i wish i was more fashion i wish i didn't just wear hoodies all the time because that's the yeah. thing with me it's like i don't think i look bad but i don't have like if i have to get if i have to wear something that involves a buckle up a button-up shirt uh that becomes a problem no like same that. here i've been working from home so long my uh like i was my wife always makes fun of me because i have like three pairs of pants and like only one of them is acceptable other than my jeans <laughs> and my sweatpants and my shorts but like and like i, I just have t-shirts but the uh like she was talking we were watching uh white lotus and and she was like man like zoomers have like such cool fashion she's like i would never wear it i couldn't pull it off like i'm not gonna try and be like young or whatever but like they have such cool fashion and i was like i thought back to how you you said well i'm trying to pull off being young you had like your like new metal stuff on and look like you dressed like a teenager which like i respect totally um but i looked up like gen z male fashion and it was all the same garbage i have and i was like what why can't we yeah. have cool stuff like where's my cool fashion yeah i mean there's cool stuff but it's kind of like yeah you just gotta buy like a hoodie or or a certain kind make sure it's of salmon or, or like lime stuff. green yeah. That's not, yeah. that's not the same like like when women are wearing all these crazy shaped dresses and i just like get oh. shirt and pants i don't like shapes you don't uh, like shapes? in my clothes no mm -hmm. that's what i'm avoiding all the time i think you need it, to bring shapes, shapes. In. I, well like I accessories are shapes 
<laughs> That's true. Yeah. They do call attention to how cool the rest of me is. Oh, you know, that's actually uh, pretty cool. You're sort of like uh, you're sort of like a Rothko, like the the clothes themselves are like the the paint, but all the accessories are the stuff within the paint that makes it unique. That's right. Yeah, that yeah. is right. <laughs> you know, the other thing I was thinking about earlier when when we were talking about uh, the, the hotel room. Yeah. Uh, 2020 stuff. You know what other thing did that for almost everybody of a of it's like a 15 year span is uh food ink oh oh my that god that fucking movie that i never yeah that movie affected people like in a way that like everybody that saw it was affected more so than super super size me was the other one that came out around like a similar mm. timeline and people were affected by that too where they'd be like oh god i can't eat mcdonald's anymore or whatever but most people were fine but I feel like Food Inc. and oh, what's the, there was a book. It was like a social science. Fast Food Nation. That's the one. Yeah, that it was book? Fast Food yeah. Nation. Yeah. Where like, I still remember the chapters because I read it in like a sociology 101 class where they're like, yeah, like we just make the chicken nuggets by getting a bunch of like, or like it wasn't the slime stuff. That was later. It was, uh, it was when they were talking about making flavors. They're like, there aren't any real flavors. There's just these, these droplet bottles that we have. Yeah. <laughs> like, you want you want to taste the what the flavor you love in French fries? It's this liquid here. It's like, oh my god, oh no! Just like I, really freaks your bean. Why don't they make candles of those? That it was yeah. I know no. people think this sounds fucking like a big fucking joke, but like if I I think when you walk by a pizza place, that's like the best smell mm -hmm. that you can get. Why don't yeah. they make something that smells like that? Or like Burger King smells good too when you yeah. when you go by it. I think I mean honestly, like if I'm eating if I'm eating McDonald's in the car, like I won't say it's a good smell, but I'll like you know traditionally, but it's a smell I kind of want to have around. Like it's a smell where I'm like, yeah. oh, I know what I'm eating. It's McDonald's. I've uh, had I haven't had McDonald's since I've had McDonald's like lunch and dinner mm -hmm. the the burgers i've had yeah. them twice since i was 16. oh really i haven't no i worked not your, there. not your fast food of choice well i worked there when i was 16. oh that'll ruin it for anyone and like i just the way you eat when you're that age <laughs> kind of is like i mean i would i would i it was free food mm -hmm. and that was your big benefit but it was it was free food at lunch, by the way. I don't think you could take food home with you. So yeah, they would let I you have it. free food during your break or lunch. And I would just fucking fill a tray with with quarter pounders and double quarter pounders. And then whatever room was left. I also ate a lot of the McDonald's pizza back then. I love Oh, that. I don't even remember the McDonald's pizza. Yeah, they have pizza for a while. Some of them Ooh. still do. There is one in Ohio that still has the pizza. Is it any good based on your 16-year-old recollection? It's the best thing in the world based on that, but I'm <laughs> betting that it's uh, really cruddy. But yeah, I remember seeing that movie. I, I didn't eat fast food. First of all, I was shaking my head during Super Size Me where I was just like, yeah, I know that shit because I worked at McDonald's when I was 16. Um <laughs> But uh, I thought that movie didn't do like Super Size yeah, Me didn't really do the right thing anyway because it's kind of like well nobody's gonna 
I mean, most people aren't eating McDonald's every day. Now, I do think there is something to be said. I was kind of talking to my kid. My kid's been talking about this too. Like, I want to learn how to, you know, I need you guys to teach me how to cook because, you know, she's 18. She, she's going to be out on her own. She's going to have to cook. And I was like, I don't think I cooked until I was like, 25 maybe 26 maybe maybe even closer to 30. i think people learned a lot later yeah and fast food we all ate basically fast food every day if you don't know how Mm -hmm. to cook you end up eating either fast food or something cheap you can make in the microwave when i lived in brooklyn i ate the the sesame noodles from uh it was it was in 2007 and 2008 the sesame noodles from Shanghai Palace of 2008, uh, which was across the street. <laughs> and they were great, but the guy had cold sesame noodles, I would say, like four days out of the week. We, we basically would get off work and say, uh, what are you in the mood for? And it wasn't like food. It was like, well, you know, I could go for a Taco Bell or <laughs> like it'd be like give yeah. me three choices and all three of them were fast food restaurants dairy queen uh arby's and i don't know i even when i started cooking it was like i was making shake and bake on pork you know yeah. You, oh yeah and, no and, it's the easy stuff you want to do that easy stuff first shake and bake's amazing on pork it's it not is good, good for you but, no yes but, but it is like i'm it it would have been nice to move out and know how to make something other than a grilled cheese. Although, oh yeah, honestly, I could eat grilled cheese. I don't know why I didn't eat, you know eat it more because it's like the cheapest meal. It's not bad for you either because you get that that calcium in there too. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, unless unless you unless you're like Velveeta, in which case there's nothing going on there. It's just uh, but uh, I've been yeah. into Velveeta lately. Really? You know the queso? Yeah. That you make with it you get the velveta you get the fucking we've all seen the commercials the hotel and and velveta you combine them in a bowl and then microwave it i think it is one of my favorite foods in the whole world and like so now there's something weird about it being a shelf stable cheese i think that bugs me a little bit because they don't put it in a refrigerated section it's a little odd yeah i don't really like is it is it a do you think it's a like a company secret as to how they make it shelf stable? I think it's just not cheese. It right. I don't know what I you know what it when you look at it and you smell it, it's really even hard. It's one of those fucking things that's like none of them even really smell like cheese. You know? It's I like bet. grape. It's like yeah. a grape popsicle doesn't taste like grapes <laughs> yeah you you're know just, we're, we're all just saying that purple is grape at that point yeah orange yeah. is cheese yeah i like i wonder i wonder if like you could get the the hard line um you know weirdo not the manosphere guys who like to eat raw meat or whatever they're they're not going to fall for this but like you know like your your various ben shapiro's or whatever to get into the idea of like vegetarian uh cheese by like slowly making um slowly taking all of the dairy out of something like Belvita and then being like, yeah, we just stopped putting dairy in there. <laughs> well, it messes I think with the that, flavor. I think, I mean, I hope that's what happens when they figure out this meat thing. Yeah. This, cause they're like, Oh, um, impossible burgers are impossible. Meat is losing money. It's, it's not a big success. And it's like, 
you know, just slowly fucking make all of the meat that, you know, yeah. like all the ground meat, just slowly just make all the ground meat that. I don't and think people will notice. No, no, not with impossible. Impossible is it tastes like beef mm -hmm. to or sausage or whatever it is. My mom's you know? vegetarian. She hates impossible burgers because they taste like meat. She's like, I don't like eating meat. I don't like the taste of meat. So this tastes like meat to me. So I can't eat it. That's so so like wild. that to me speaks to like, yeah, like it's it's like, yeah, it's it's meat. Basically, just just accept that it is. I mean, pepperoni is uh, like I've said this before. You get me pepperoni and maybe some sort of vegetarian or or genetically made steak um, like once they can make it in a lab and a thing doesn't have to die. I actually wonder if the weird freaks who like with with uh, Cracker Barrel, when mm -hmm. they announced that they had Beyond Sausage, those fucking weird freaks that got mad at them, <laughs> like these conservatives were just like, well, Cracker Barrel's gone woke and stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if they would even do the lab grown meat, which which I doubt it because they wouldn't they won't even take the vaccine because well, yeah they think reasons. is they think every they've convinced themselves that everything that's like remotely convenient or like i don't know useful is is a is a plot to get a microchip in you or some some garbage i don't know like it's what's funny about it is like i feel like the most rational thing in the world is to be like oh my god you made lab-grown meat that's incredible mm -hmm. like and, and it tastes like real meat this is amazing this is going to save the world and there's going to be a subsection of people who will insist that it's like somehow not just like it doesn't taste the same which is everyone did that but in fact like it doesn't have any of like the the intangible cultural moral qualities you need to, for meat to hold together the country um i also think it, it <clears throat> there is a weird thing where like when impossible came out they were like oh look it turns pink it bleeds right. so that it's like meat and it's like you know for me personally killing <laughs> something is not the best part of meat for me like i like to eat meat i i like barbecue and stuff like that i eat meat but the part of it that is hard for me to square a lot of times is the killing yeah. thing that has to happen and i feel weird about it but i also just i don't have willpower obviously with uh, like I li listen <laughs> you're, you're in a safe space for people who don't have willpower um have you ever read have you ever read the uh, uh oh god what uh, the 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 Douglas Adams books, the um, I'm thinking of the Dilbert's? restaurant at the end of the galaxy, but not Dilbert. That's Scott Adams. Oh, uh, oh, the, oh, the, the Hitchhiker's Guide Hitchhiker's to the Guide Galaxy. Books. I checked it out mm -hmm. uh, when I was a kid because it looked like it was a cartoon book, and I don't think I understood it, <laughs> but feel it's, like I might have to go back. Yeah, it's all right. It's it's, it's a good, I, I would say the first three books are fun. I, I think I read the fourth and fifth and wasn't as convinced, but other people really like them. So maybe, maybe I need to go back, but um, they're goofy. They're like, you know, they're, they're kind of what you'd expect in terms of being like a little British, a little bit kind of like wacky and stuff, but there's some things in there that are like, that stick with me. And one of them is uh, they go to the restaurant at the end of the universe. And at the restaurant at the end of the universe, there are these cows that um, have been bred to enjoy being killed. And so, you know, the human, <laughs> the human that they're taking along, 
uh, talks to one of these cows and they're like, would you please pick me? I would love to feel the knife plunge into my neck and then for you to enjoy the sweet meats that I have. Perhaps I can suggest my rump, which is like, you know, as tender as it's just like he gets so uncomfortable and thinking about it, it's like, yeah, I'd be uncomfortable too. But it's like, yeah. I think, I think like the idea of killing something, whether or not it's humane or otherwise is just upsetting. So if we could get rid of that part, I mean, the humane God. shit kills me too. I mean, obviously I don't want the cows living this or whatever the, the factory farm life. I, I know, right. I know I like want them. But it is also like saying, like, well, we treat the cow really nice before we kill it. Then we cap it after uh, about five years. And it's like, I don't know. I don't feel good about that either. I mean, not that I, I feel better about that than them standing knee deep in their own shit. Yeah. But I also am like, I don't know how much you're you saying the treatment of the animals before they kill them is like good like i don't know if that makes you any better than i you know obviously they're better than the factory farmers right. but they're not any better than they're still killing the fucking thing well it's but why I it's why it, think okay. the, the genetically modified stuff the the genetically lab grown stuff and i i know somebody that tried it uh and said it you you would never be able to tell the fucking difference ever. that's cool i'm all for it I want it. I want it so fucking bad. I'll because pay any I price. Think I would too. I would pay more for it, uh, which I don't think it would. I, I would imagine it would be cheaper, actually. Well, because, it depends on how they market it, right? Yeah, they'll market it to be more expensive. That's a good point. Hey, if you don't want to kill thing. an animal, pay this. Pay only, $5 only at Whole more. Foods. Yeah, exactly. That's what happened with Impossible, though. Mm -hmm. it, it, they put that shit out, and it's way more expensive than just buying the meat. I mean, why would you think that somebody who doesn't really care would buy it then? Well, that's I mean, that's the problem with incrementalism is like I've been thinking a lot about the the Biden uh, rail strike recently. And like, it's the same thing there where you sort of like where you point out, which I mean, what by the time this comes out, I'm not meaning to make this topical. But at some point in the in the recent or distant past, uh, Joe <laughs> Biden sort of shut down a rail strike. Um okay by dint of congress and like it, it's funny because like the like thinking about it in terms of the meat right like everything is is framed as like something that's a little less or a little more bad where like impossible burgers aren't we're doing this to get away from the meat that's causing the planet to burn up it's cheaper so we're going to start streamlining it it's a good thing it's oh now you can make a choice if you want to make a choice because you are concerned about the environment you can make that choice the same thing with like the rail strike where it's like, well, we've made a choice that we care about our workers, but we also care about our people. And so there's no, there's no good or bad. It's just like you get to shift one way or the other on the incrementalism scale. And it sucks because like you never really get anywhere because people can like shift profit or whatever they want into that conversation. Yeah. Um, bummer. Yeah, it sucks. It just, it's it, the incrementalism thing is right. It's like people are so scared to say, hey, you know, we have to put some type of limit on you, right? Like nobody wants to put any, and there's never going to be a, you know what they used to say when I, when my dad used to say, this is so stupid, but like, uh, uh, no, it was Opie and Anthony different, totally different person. <laughs> it was Opie and Anthony that used to say this, but it's, it's kind like a spiritual actually, set of fathers. 
Yes, but it's actually a, a, a pretty good point is that like what happens is uh, in a, a, let's let's just say a conservative or, or, or a cultural conservative is in power in your your town. Right. Mm. And uh, they make it illegal for strip clubs to exist in your town. So the strip club in your town has to close. All of them have to close or whatever. Right. And then we're, 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 and, and, you know, there's a, there's some consternation about it. You know, people are like, come on, you know, freedom, libertarians are yelling about it and shit. But then like, uh, let's just say like a Democrat or, or a less culturally conservative Republican or a libertarian gets elected after that. And like, they can't say, Hey, uh, we're opening the strip clubs back up. <laughs> because yeah, it's a deeply unpopular thing. That's a really good point. It would make them look bad. It would like make it would make them look bad. So we live right. in this fucking world where like neither side wants to impose any limits. And we're just fucking, you know, we can't even fucking make people recycle. You know? Right. Like we can't what? even force people to recycle. <laughs> It's it's the it's the whole thing where like taking away limits becomes just putting limits on other people because it's like like in Florida where 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 they're trying to take off like any sort of waiting period on guns or whatever like that's just taking away a limit it's taking away a limit and then imposing that limit on others so now I have to worry more if because like anyone can get a gun at any time so like it, it it ends up doing the same thing but like politicians don't think in abstract terms they think in terms of votes. Um, because if you start thinking in abstract terms, you're not thinking like your constituents. When you talk about limiting the amount of meat somebody can have, I mean, that ends up turning into a to uh, communism, which. Yeah. Is oh, what are you rationing because, food like Stalin? Yeah. yeah. And it's not communism. It, it is just there's this thing like I don't listen. If capitalism is what we got to have or whatever, I think that, you know, we should still be working toward not eating up this entire planet yeah it, uh, it would seem it would seem like that would mess with the money uh yeah. in a very real way it's all about short money though that's the fucking thing about capitalism that is like a dirty secret it's like all the fucking smartest people that are capitalists know that it's all short money it's right. just take it when you can get it they tell us to save. yeah but they would never save they yeah they're just like i'm just trying to make some money and and i don't fucking care what ends up happening to the world because i need to i need to make this plastic and like, yeah well no and I it's self-interest it's it's the it's the the way economists think about it it's, it's self-interest and if everyone acted with self-interest then the world would kind of reason itself along but yeah <laughs> and that, and that's the problem though like it doesn't really work that way it's like self-interest just gets us into ruts yeah um, yeah yeah. yeah it's weird it, it is it is that thing where it's like yeah i want the world to be good for my kid that's going to have to live in it longer than me yeah but also and listen this is just this is just the person i am i don't want to live without air conditioning Oh my you God. Know? No, listen, I, think I live am, in I'm that the, world. <laughs> I'm the biggest pig in the world for air conditioning. If air conditioning has to go away, I will become, I won't become conservative. I will, I will accept it 
in some sort of like <laughs> extremely upset way. I will never be happy again. I'll understand <laughs> that it has to happen. <laughs> but like we've had to live in, in in with with central air, even when like you know we had to get more expensive apartments or something. Like I would get a smaller apartment if I could get central air. It's so important yep. to me. It is, it, but oh it God. is also like we're we're we are you know using up all that energy that and and yeah. and it's causing pollution and it it is all all the stuff here is finite and I, that's why when i look at like conservative assholes i don't feel like i have to i i don't i don't feel like i have the moral high ground mm-hmm. when we're talking you know it, rolling coal is needlessly whatever it is i don't yeah, think anybody sure. does that though either no people um, do that. people did for a while but no one does that anymore yeah. yeah but i think i think you do have the moral high grounded one way and that like again you are acknowledging that something that you do and like is bad right you're acknowledging it and saying like yeah this this is an imperfect part of me right like my my need for air conditioning is against my sort of understanding of how like survival of the world works and like at least you're willing to take steps to sort of get yourself past that as opposed to the conservative position, which is I never have to give up anything ever because it's like, it's against, you know, the fundamental truth of the world, which is that I get mine. Yeah. Um, I get to have whatever I want anytime I want. You're not a giant baby. You understand that there's limits and it might be imposed on you at some point. You just don't like it. I think that's just honest. Well, that's, I, I honestly like, and again, I'm talking about air conditioning, right now and i'm i'm saying that like if if they put a thermostat in my house where you know they could shut me off if not shut me off but like throttle like they do mm-hmm. bandwidth yeah. uh my air conditioning if there's a problem i would i would be like yeah that's really good because i'm not gonna ever throttle my air conditioning. right right yeah exactly you don't ever consider that shit when it's 90 degrees outside just want relief yeah you because my air ac went out last year or the year before and i had to go get portables immediately and put them in the wall in my bedroom and then and in my daughter's room because it was just like and, and the whole rest of the house was uninhabitable to the fucking point where I think I spend more time in my bedroom to this day because of that. You were conditioned to it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah when, I mean, when, it happened years ago too. I lived in an apartment that didn't have air conditioning and we got an AC and uh, for a window AC in our bedroom. And me and my wife just spent our whole summer in the bedroom. I mean, why would dark you? bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when, uh, when AC went out at, in our apartment in Chicago, um, it's a crummy like it's a great apartment but it was run by like a conglomerate landlord so like oh that's the worst good luck getting them on the phone ever but um we just went to uh we, we went and stayed at uh her brother's house in the suburbs because she has family that lives out there too now um and we just stayed at his house and brought the like we didn't bring the cats the cats they said would be fine we brought our dog because he was like freaking out we're just like we have to stay here for at least one night i can't sleep in this place i can't i will i, mean, I will die when ours went uh, when ours went down it was ultra hot and super humid at the time yeah i started looking up airbnbs 
and hotels <laughs> and they were just so expensive i don't know if there was something going on in town or something like that yeah. because you know airbnb and well hotels are so fucking expensive uh well you're not but, even paying that much less if you're not going four and five stars no i'm only going four stars though. but you're not I'm even never, paying that much less like it's not like if you I go to red roof Inn, they advertise 44.99 but that's not really what you get i yeah i would never ever stay in a red roof Inn. <laughs> i drive by those i'm like i don't fucking know man not for me that's for somebody else you know <laughs> but yeah i don't I, I don't think people stay there a lot of times for good reasons no no yeah or you know i when i was driving for lyft whenever the soccer big big team oh. usa soccer matches would come here see how i said matches i respect other people's cultures that was wonderful what an yeah. ally but they they would come they when they would come in i would drop a lot of people off at those mm. and uh you know they were pretty fancy people that were staying there but probably fancy people like I just need to feel like I when I'm on vacation I need to feel like I'm on fucking vacation. Amen. Like I that's what I need. I don't even like staying in Airbnbs because of the well the, the politics of it's terrible, but also they suck. It's like it's like having a little house. It's it's so annoying. The worst house though of people who don't give a shit about you. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> it's like if you're it's like if you didn't give a shit about your house yeah and you lived in it and you didn't care at all it's just the the world's cheapest stuff in those places it's so bad the toilet paper is just oh it's, a, it's, a, it's a bad scene man it's not good I mean, like I'll I'll go to I like Airbnbs that are weird, like like interesting, unique Airbnbs. Yeah. Sometimes those are fun, but yeah, the politics is awful. I mean, for sure. I mean, the other thing, and and I know I know we're 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 coming to the end a little bit, but like, and I don't want I don't want to keep you on longer than you have to be. But the you know the other thing is um, to make one serious point. What you're talking about with your stuff is like luxury, though. Like I feel like that's the other thing. Like. Mm -hmm almost anyone can understand luxury like anyone on the left yeah. can understand the idea of like i want i want something luxurious but the idea of a luxury is it's limited right like you don't get to have the luxury all the time if you get the luxury all the time then it's just your life and that's yeah. what like the conservatives want they want the luxury to be every single day which is not plausible it, it, it mean, hurts others i'll say that like some of the uh some of some conservatives idea of luxury is bad like it's like oh god that's all you want where like you could give it to them you know like they want to be able to go and eat at the fucking cracker barrel and know that an animal was killed in order to get them their food and they want to complain about all the other people in the restaurant and they want to complain about the wait staff and then they just want to go home and that is luxury to a lot of conservatives i mean let them have their like but you can have like a little palace like you could be like it'd be like the johnny rockets in reverse or whatever that place was where like you got made fun of by the staff oh just, dick's last resort yeah yeah it's just never it's just reverse yeah no, never me i don't want to get it i don't want to get made fun of are you kidding there's too much material and um, they don't even make fun of you like they 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 have to do it with kid gloves you know oh, like sure. there's probably tons of fucking rules like if i went in there 
I wouldn't expect them to call me a tub of lard or something like that. <laughs> I would assume they were like, look at Mr. Glasses or something like right, that. Right, yeah. Or, ah, nice shirt, dick. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I what what the parameters would be, would be at a place like that. But like you can imagine the opposite where like conservative guys men and women would get to go and be like be like, Hello, sir, hello, ma'am, welcome in. And like you can loudly complain about your waitress and she doesn't hear you. You could do the you could do the dollars on the table thing that they all love talking about, where like I'll remove one dollar if you mess up. And all the wait staff <laughs> is like, Yeah, that's policy here at like doormats. But you like you get paid, they get paid really well. Like that that's the kind of luxury that I would like to give them. I'd like to I'd like to like essentially put them in a social zoo. Um, yeah, where they, where they can feel like they're getting their needs met. Oh, yeah. I so I have the Dick's Last Resort <laughs> Wikipedia. Hit me, hit me with this stuff. I got to hear about it. Well, it's it's a short one. I'll say that. <laughs> but uh, it is atmosphere is one of the first things so dick's last resort is a bar and restaurant chain in the united states known for its intentional employment of an obnoxious staff the chain consists of 17 restaurants the restaurant has its origins in dallas with the original owner dick chase opening up dick chase. opening of a fine dining establishment in 1985 the establishment was a complete failure <laughs> which resulted in bankruptcy Rather than continue with the upscale restaurant motif, Dick retooled his efforts and decided to go sloppy. Chase's likeness is still featured on their t-shirts and promotional materials. The end result was a success, leading to the creation of more locations. There's what? even one in London. Um, oh, it closed, though. They tried to open <laughs> one in London, it closed. I can't and believe it. I'm shocked. The British didn't want to go get <laughs> insulted over their meals. It's uh, unbelievable. That is why I, I, first of all, that was clearly written by the, the people of Dick's last <laughs> It's probably written by Dick White himself or, or Dick Chase himself. It's weird that, it, that the, a guy named Richard Chase is the, the dude who does this. And it's not like the weird spree killer, Richard Chase. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like, I, I just, I don't, I can't get into the mind of someone who would want to go there. Like I can get into no, the mind of a lot either. of people. I can't, I can't understand it. I can't understand like going there and being like, I want to have a bad meal. I want to have a bad experience. Well, I, and also they told, like, I've talked to people that have been there and they make you like dunce caps <laughs> and then write something insulting on the dunce cap. And you if sit it's a there sex and wear thing, it, it's your hedonism, Brian, like, like, don't no, you, don't, not anymore. He's dead. You're not Hedo he Brian. Died. Like you, he ugh. died on his way back to his home planet. I don't, I choose off. to believe he's coming. He's coming back any minute now. I, people if we were going we our bells loud back. enough. If we ring them loud enough and believe enough, Heat O'Brien's coming back. Give me two years. Two, maybe in two years. That's that show was the most out of my comfort zone I ever got in my life, which people fucking loved it. Oh, people ate it up. But it was also like me talking about so it actually has opened me up more mm -hmm. on the show now to kind of goof around stuff like that. That was yeah that was in my mind for all of these years, but bef doing it was just like, I was always fucking sweating through the whole <laughs> thing and like telling these fucking stories. Well, that's why, um, that's why, that's why he doesn't people only wear like the, the silks and stuff. Cause they're always sweating. 
That's why I want to go to hedonism too. Still, no, you in don't. a way, I do. I want to see what it's like, but it's, you can't go on the side with the naked people unless you're naked. So that's where the problem would come in. It's like going to disappoint you. That's that's the problem. Like it's just going to be. It. I, I feel like hedonism. I get the impulse. Like I want to go to hedonism too, too. Just see what it's like. I bet it's going to be disappointing. Like I bet you go there and it's ultra tame. Well, it's not because I, uh, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll just read you a couple because there's review. I got the reviews here. Uh, I went through a whole time uh, talking about their reviews. Uh, they, they always have a lot too. It's a three star hotel, by the way. Oh, you can't go there. I'm not gonna fucking stay in a oh three star hotel. What? And all I can think is there's jizz on every surface. Well, that's probably star. why they get three stars. Yeah. Yeah, this it's resort, stars. Robert Romasco says, this resort far exceeded our expectations. There's something for everyone of every lifestyle and demographic. On one end of the beach, there's a never-ending 24-7 party. On the other end, there's a never-ending peaceful and relaxation. So the guy really had, uh, here's Tanya. We went on our first trip to Hedo, and we had the best time. Oh, read more. Okay. We, we went on our first trip to Hito and we had the best time. We had an oceanfront hot tub room and it was clean and updated. The only bad thing was the construction noise next door that happened from mid-morning to 7 p.m. No, no, that's not sexy at all. Yeah, they have a Japanese grill and uh, the beaches aren't amazing, but they're a lot of fun. That means, you know. You think that's what that? No, you are. You are going to get. They fuck on the beach. They're allowed to fuck each other. Well, I can't go. I mean, my wife would never in a million bajillion years. Because like there has been talk in the past, like why don't you do a GoFundMe to go to hedonism too? And I'm like, because I don't. I can't. You're not. Why would I go by myself? Can you imagine one? The discussion you'd have to have with your wife to go to hedonism too by yourself. Like, not that she wouldn't even trust you. Just like, why would you do that, Brian? Like, what is the point? Like this. (laughs) Well, she would have to go. I would need her there because, (laughs) but she would hate it. She would also hate that. We are the same in that. Like, uh, I've said this before. I'm really glad that people are sex positive, but I'm extremely negative on doing it in public. (laughs) I mean, listen, I'm not, I'm not really excited about doing it in public either. No one, I think like, I feel, I feel like there's a kind of like, um, non-aggression, uh, element to my lifestyle. I don't want everyone to hurt people. And uh, I feel like people seeing me have sex in public would go against that very strongly. Oh, it's um, so weird too. It, it's just like, you start reading what's going on there and it's like, you know, the human car wash where everybody lines up with, uh, bubbly water on sponges and you walk through it and it it was it Doesn't was sound just, sexy yeah, it sounds like kind of awful yeah i know and and like if you read the reviews it, it's not i can't like uh uh i can't because i would have to go through them this person says the rooms are dingy and dirty the toilet had a yellow ring around the inside of the bowl i mean that's oh. okay pisco's in there from lack of cleaning there were dirty, there were dirty white, not white anymore rugs on the floor. 
The room definitely brings the rating down. The service was impeccable. <laughs> the service and activities make you forget about how below average the room is. For the All price, right. these rooms need some upgrading. And, and she gave it a three out of five. So she hated the room, but she liked the sex so much. She gave it a three out of five. I, I don't know. You might be right. You might yeah. be right. I don't People know. You might fuck. be convincing me. This guy gave it a five out of five and, and the f been coming here for three years for events. Did he spell it? The, which way did he spell been coming here? Was, oh, it was he should have spelled it. See you. Yeah. Okay. Right, yeah, but, but he missed power. his opportunity. Okay. The service is great from the staff. The food is meh at best. This is a five out of five. I start review. How are you going to give it that? <laughs> he's giving it a five out of five and he's like, the food is <laughs> pretty shitty and i don't like you know, the food if you didn't have to live on the food the whole time that would because like it's not i don't think you leave the resort at places like that yeah um he's like would i recommend your average person to come here no but if you know what you're in for and that's the type of environment then i would highly recommend sunrise to sunset is very chill and relaxed and the nightlife is great because they're fucking oh no oh no oh no oh what my husband and i stayed there from 313 to 319. we actually got married there on the 15th oh, no. don't get married in hedonism too don't do it yeah and, oh no this is sad because he is they're like uh i love it because unlike other places that say they are non-judgmental and they judge you the entire time this place is actually a non-judgmental place no matter your size color or where you're from you will feel welcome see they definitely well, that's good i mean if I, if I, I will say uh, non-ironically if i'm going to a sex resort i would be not happy if i was judged i wouldn't i wouldn't either and and, and you know I, I i imagine that most of what's going on is like I mean, I imagine most of what's going on is dudes just jerking off around the pool. Yeah, and you know I know there's I mean? like a little bit of swapping and a little bit of like people kind of, you know, just just kissing or fondling their significant others in public or whatever. Like I, I think like a lot of the the people here are probably like middle aged. They want a bit of a thrill. Yeah, I do too. And and, and you know, I mean, like you get that vibe off of. I mean, obviously, we all know somebody who would love to go to hedonism too <laughs> i can think of someone yeah it's not you i'm not i'm not making fun of you it's not you there's always somebody in your life where you're like you're just why is so why is it gotta be like guys that are just constant pervert like stuff where you're like man this is actually i'm not i i am not offended by stuff but this is too we're we're going too far <laughs> here brother <laughs> so yeah I mean, I, 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 I'm going to have to have you come back again. We'll talk. And talk more uh, <laughs> we will fucking read some reviews from hedonism too. Can uh, I, can I, uh, can I round out my, I, I get the feeling you're about to, about to uh, sing me off. So can I round off my, my talk by telling a relevant story about uh, dial up internet? Yes. So um, I always thought this would make a great street fight story. My, uh, my wife's family uh, didn't get internet for like the longest time because her parents are very cheap and afraid of change. I don't think she'd be, I think they'd actually agree with that. So I don't think it's mean to say that they're nice enough people. Um, but uh, they wouldn't, they wouldn't get internet, but eventually they did, right? They got a, uh, 
<laughs> they got uh, a computer in the kitchen with dial-up in like 2001. And they got their internet from a local company. So like back in the day where you could open up like an ISP yeah. and you <laughs> could just service a town. Um, and, uh, and, and it was awful. Uh, Chris and my wife said like, it was terrible. Like they'd always have to call for service and they're like, and eventually they couldn't even get them on the phone. So it's like, well, where are these people? They kept calling, kept calling internet would never work. Like what, what's going on? Like why, why won't they talk? Well, <laughs> come to find out not only is the place no longer in business, it burned to the ground. So, <laughs> <laughs> so they didn't get internet for a month because their ISP had literally burned to the ground. Um, which is like, which is why we need to bring back regional places because you can't like Verizon will never burn to the ground, but like your mom and pop ISP might. And that's just like, it's exciting when that happens. You get a story out of it. It's kind of a small, yeah, it is like one of those, like, do I trust uh, small businesses? Um, so I found this guy okay, who has reviews nuts. Okay. I'm and, excited. Uh, I'll read the review because he gave a, I, and I went to his site and most of his reviews are of Bonefish Grill. So, <laughs> I mean, there's, there's, there's a line there. There's a, there's a through line. This is a five out of five review I'm reading. Oh my God. This is definitely my second home. I always have an amazing time and the additions to the entertainment staff are great. Junior on the day crew makes sure everyone has a great time when he hosts the parties during cool. the day. Omar, Moane, and Shanice on the night crew are all so nice, very sociable, and amazing dancers. They mesh very well with the entertainment at night. My, oh, my one only issue I had was with Nicole, who worked for the front desk. She made countless mistakes while I was there, and with my booking, she is not accountable for her mistakes and very rude. I've never had an issue with any staff member until my encounters with her my last visit. I'm home every couple months, and I can't wait to see my second family soon. Oh, they no. They call it home. Guys call it home. And he gave it a five out of five. Even the even Nicole couldn't fuck even though he Even though he had to just, like, make Nicole's life miserable just, just a little you, bit. Also, when you read it, you're like, also, when you read it, like, the, 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 the place replies to everybody and says, please come home soon. Oh, please come. Yeah, just it feels like it. it almost and I know this isn't the case. I know everyone, you know, whatever. I'm not I'm not casting this kind of thing out there. It feels but it feels like when you hear like all these people are so great. I love them. They are my home. I hope my family's there it really feels like they're kind of like being forced to do something against their will. Like yeah. you're, you're this guy's family now. Like be sure to be his family. It's like, oh, yeah. oh man, I don't think like that. I don't know. I, it is weird because like it's definitely a place where like and i think you can go there on a day pass if you're okay. in jamaica maybe that would be the kind of thing where i'm like that'd be the play that'd I'm be the gonna play go wander but again you're not allowed to wander they have a nude area and a prude area can you get and, in the nude area on the day pass yeah but you have to you have to be naked in the well, nude i mean era. I think you I could don't do wonder, it. That's the problem with me. It's like I know it's non-judgmental or whatever, but I'd be really judging myself. With my but if you were naked among it, among a bunch of people who are naked, would nope. you? No. Wouldn't it just be? It really, no. I wouldn't stop talking. I wouldn't. Every person, I'd be like, they're they're thinking about the size of my pee pee. 
That's all I would fucking think. All you day. keep bringing up that miserable. article about how like that's a that's a historical thing. Like women used to prefer little little peepees. Oh, I should say that, but I don't yeah. even know if it's little. You know, I don't. I, I don't either. Asked, I've, I've had never this problem asked too. nobody in my life because what if they said it was? So I'm just like, eh, you know, it seems to, to work just fine. Yeah. I I know how it works. Uh, but Trevor, <laughs> I want to thank you for coming thank you, on the Brian. show and being you know erotic a little bit erotic just a little bit towards the end here you know we, we we were on long enough that we just got comfortable with each other yeah um tell people where to find you man uh okay so my podcast is called no cartridge uh you can find it pretty much anywhere that you uh can look for podcasts i was thinking about the last time you were on it's a lot it's been way too long so we're gonna have to force you back on soon um i, I like talking I, vid games yeah man they're good talk to gamer brian um <laughs> i also have a book called uh story mode which is uh, available pretty much everywhere uh, it's about video games and and sort of history and stuff there's a there's a chapter on school shootings and like military games which i feel uh, might mesh with some of the interests in the street fight group for the politics and also the games we probably all played at one point or another oh yeah uh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and then uh, uh i have patreon and all that stuff too no cartridge on patreon um and i'm hagelbond on twitter so you can follow me there as well best dude well thank you for doing this thanks and, man uh, no, this is everybody great. else i don't know what's happening next but something's happening goodbye to know don't you mind about the future don't you try to think ahead save tomorrow for tomorrow think about today instead what's the tell me what's happening what's the buzz i tell could me give you facts and figures even give you plans and forecasts even tell you where When do we ride to Jerusalem? 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 Why should you want to know? Why are you obsessed with fighting times and fates you can't defy? If you knew the path we're riding, You'd understand it less what's than the buzz? I Tell me what's happening What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening Let me try to cool down this bit 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 Let me try Let me try to cool down this Let me try to cool down this bit that is good while you prattle through your supper Where and when and who and how She alone has tried to give me what I need right here now. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. 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 What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening.
Tell me what's happening, what's the buzz? Tell me what's happening, what's the buzz? Tell me what's happening.